0: There was a point in my career where I recognized something. I recognized that a photographer takes photos. And a professional photographer not only takes photos, but sells photos. And it sounds like an obvious thing to realize, but the very specific acknowledgement that there was a difference was profound for me. Welcome to another episode of the Chase Jarvis Live Show. This is a micro show, and today's micro show is considering what happens when the going gets tough. That little bit about me taking photographs and, and recognizing the difference between just taking photographs and deciding to make a living and a life around it, it really was a valuable recognition. And I'm wondering if you have made a similar recognition in and around your own ambitions. Now, if you have an ambition to do something different in your career, the chances are there are going to be lots of obstacles. And the reality of all of those obstacles is that the biggest one will be you. Certainly identifying what you have to do. For me, it was the distinction between just becoming a photographer and becoming a professional photographer. And yours may be some other massive distinction. But what is usually true is that we are our biggest blocker. And there's a point when we start taking a new direction that we need to stop thinking quite so much and over-index on doing. We we already know the negative voice in our head is not useful. We know that voice well. We're not going to be able to think our way out of that voice necessarily. And we certainly aren't gonna be able to think our way to the next level in any ambition, in any career, hobby, or dream. Let's just assume you wanna be a professional fill in the blank. I like to think that if you want to be a professional, then you should start behaving like one. At least that's what I told myself when I started my career in photography and I found it very useful. I mean, I traveled to ski slopes across the country. I wanted to be an action sports photographer who focused on the ski, snowboard, skate, surf world, but specifically ski and snowboard to start out with. And so I traveled to ski slopes all over the country to take photographs, to meet would-be subjects for my portfolio. And I did all of this at my own expense. And the reality is the truth is that it was actually a long time. I would even call it years before I was granted what was thought of as in the industry as the credentials, the standard blessing to stand in the right place with other professionals to get the right kinds of photos and to be connected to the subjects of those photos and within the arena, if you will, without having to sneak, pry, or cajole or any other way getting in that arena, both figuratively and in many times literally. But you know what? None of that mattered. None of the appropriate credentials were critical to my development. It was nice to have, but the fact is that if I had waited for permission from the gatekeepers, if I didn't rock the boat, cajole, force, pry, take pictures from outside of the arena or getting us, not literally outside the arena, (laughs) take pictures from a less ideal location than the permitted established spot where photographers were supposed to be. If I'd waited for the permission from the gatekeepers, my belief and what I know to be true from talking to hundreds and thousands of other peoples in the same situation, I would still be waiting. So I did what any passionate, earnest person who's truly following their dreams would do. I did everything that I could. I leveraged credit card offers and airline miles. I slept in rental cars. I slept on friends' couches. I bought film in bulk or even heck, even expired film in order to get that film cheaper I did whatever it took to put myself as close to those dreams as possible. And it's worth me sharing that at so many times, I questioned my behavior. I did not have experience. So how was I supposed to get into places where experience was required? The answer was I had to believe deeply enough in the dream that I had seen for myself in order to try Putting yourself as close to your dreams as you can without the hall pass, without the gatekeepers is a fantastic method for jump this process. You'll be surprised at the power of being close to your dreams when you're just on the other side of the rope. If you just took two more steps, then you would be in the place where the people who have earned credentials are. When you're just on the outside of that, but you're looking in, that is a heck of a lot better than being on your couch or on your parents' couch or not taking any steps toward that dream. Because when I'm standing there up against the velvet rope, you realize that it's just one more step to get in versus when you're on your couch at home thinking about what it would be like. You're a lot further away. Now, again, at this point, I wanted to be a professional photographer. My mindset at the time was frenetic. It was fragile. But Actions got me through it. I took photos and I submitted those photos to magazines over and over again at the World Extreme Skiing Championships, at the Olympic qualifying events, at Red Bull contests, at anything where the competition, the skiers and the snowboarders that I wanted to work with, wherever they were, I was. Whatever calendar I could get on, whatever list I could wedge myself onto, whatever place that I could go, regardless of whatever side of the red velvet rope I was on, I went there. Over and over and over. And suddenly, or maybe not so suddenly, now that I think back on it, my work started to break through. It started to appear alongside of photos of other established professionals who were working with the big budgets, who were already regularly on the other side of this conceptual velvet rope that I'm speaking about. They had press credentials and swagger. The fact that my photos Started to appear in these places that the actions that I had taken had created the placement of these photos within the same magazines. That started an inertia that is very hard for me to describe, and that you will only find out if you go there, if you do the work, if you show up with all of the uncertainty. For if you require certainty to pursue your dreams, whether that's from a gatekeeper or that when you show up at the place where you think or you understand you believe you need to be, and you're not sure if you're going to be let in, you will never get in. Now to be fair, you know these other photographers, their photos maybe were on the cover and mine were thumbnails on page 78. But my name was in the masthead as a contributor. My name was next to the photos in these magazines. And this was proof that it slowly started to work. And the punchline, the reason it started to work, because I was working. There was no thinking my way over this hump. Just to be clear, I never sat at my desk architecting some crafty, gee whiz, perfect plan to get myself to the next level. What changed everything for me was just showing up over and over and over and over and over. One of my favorite football players of all time is a guy named Marshawn Lynch. There's a great clip on the internet, and if you ever want to have a laugh, watch it. Look up Marshawn Lynch running through a motherfucker's face. (laughs) He's a running back, and... He says this in this interview, he says something like one of my favorite things to do is run through an MF's face. And when you run through it the first time and they think that it's nothing special and then you do it to them over and 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 this interview, Marshawn Lynch says over and over and over about like 50 times. It's just poetry. It's incredible. But that's the mentality. That is what it takes to show up over and over, show up where your heart and your intuition tells you to be, even if your brain tells you that you have no business being there. It's the taking of a thousand tiny imperfect actions. That's the only thing that got me from wondering what was possible to starting to experience it. Each action, in turn, created momentum for more. And Again, this was not a linear path. It was two steps forward, three steps forward, one step back. But what it did do is create a momentum. And momentum is the most underrated value in chasing your dreams and pursuing the thing that you love is cultivating some form of momentum. Now, I embedded myself in action sports. I started attending meetups. I went to professional conferences and parties. I shot pics on spec for anyone in the field who asked. All in the way, I asked questions. I learned how to get in. By putting in the work, you know, the concept of the word hustle has been, I think, sullied. But the reality is that there is a part of hustle that is good, that is heartfelt and earnest and is required. If you think you can get your dreams without working hard, without hustling, you're kidding yourself. Because at one point, for me, one day, I looked up from all that work, from all that effort and realized that I'm not quite sure when it happened. It wasn't once And then everything was gravy from there. But at some point, I just looked up and realized that I was on the other side of the velvet rope. I was making the dreams happen. I had somehow made my way over or maybe even through, like a bulldozer, through the hump. The work that you do when no one is watching is the work that matters most. Pros don't wait until they are making a living to act like a professional, to behave like one, to take the same sorts of actions that a professional takes. The people who make it, whatever your definition of of success might be, those people are the ones who are willing to show up and do the work without approval, without permission, without praise. So remember, don't fake it till you make it. Make it till you make it. All right. That's all for today's show. But hey, before you go, I want to say thank you for listening and also for engaging with the platform wherever you consume the show, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere. Thank you so much. Reviews help a ton if you're willing to. And I want to let you know in an effort to continue the topics we explore here on the show, or if you have questions, you can always direct your comments to me on all my social feeds. I'm at Chase Jarvis everywhere. But also... I will see your message quicker if you shoot me a text. That's right, I can text directly with you. The best way is to hit me up at 206-309-5177. I get a lot of text, so I can't always get back to you right in the moment. But trust me, those are my thumbs on the other end of the keyboard. So I wanna say thanks so much, and I look forward to engaging with you soon.